0: welcome to the retail exchange podcast brought to you by visual thinking inspiring retail performance
1: hello and a warm welcome to this special episode of the interview series from the retail exchange with me ben bland and our guest host carl mckeever Coming up in this episode, Carl McKeever reports from Chile's capital city, Santiago, as he talks exclusively to senior retail executives from Falabella, South America's biggest department store retailer. Santiago fuses the influences of all who've settled there over the years. With a strong Spanish and Mediterranean vibe, its business connections with America and the rest of Latin America are everywhere. The effect is a vibrant and colorful backdrop that's full of spirit and dynamism. Chilean-based department store chain Falabella is one of the country's most treasured brands. A more than century-old success story, the retailer is a true South American powerhouse. Before the global pandemic put paid to non-essential international travel, the retail exchange visited Santiago to meet up with the retailer's director of sustainability, Pamela Lagos, to hear about plans for future success and the steps they're taking to show that people and profitability can coexist in greater harmony. So let's now join Carl McKeever in Santiago as he talks to Pamela Lagos, Director of Sustainability for Falabella Retail.
0: I'd like to start off, please, Pamela, by asking you, what is happening from a sustainability perspective in Falabella?
2: Wow, (laughs) this is a huge question. I have to say to you that For the last four years, I've been the sustainability manager in Falabella and I can tell you that uh, in the last four years that I've been there, uh, there was a lot of changes. Uh, Always we are looking for some countries in another place, uh, stores in another place, for example, for us, Marks and Spencer, uh, also John Lewis, also, um, uh, for example, Inditex after they had a the, the huge problem in Bangladesh in 2011. Uh, we have been working, working also uh, with their, their own uh, sustainability report, the annual memory also.
0: So brands like Marks and Spencer have been very successful over the yes. last 10 years yes. with initiatives such as their Plan A. Yes, because um, there are no Plan B. Yes, exactly. Does Falabella have an equivalent to Plan A?
2: <laughs> we want to, but it's very difficult because, for example, in, in Europe, there is, a, for example, just, just the first example, in, in all the, the green things, um, you have a lot of years uh, have been working for the, with um, the new law about the resi- recycling. And so you have a law because of that. Uh, And because of that, for example, Spain, Belgium, uh, uh, Germany, a lot of countries have been working with how not to produce waste in the end of the channel, really? Yeah, because of that, because uh, you start with the law in Europe, I don't know, 30, 35 years ago. So, for example, in our country, we don't have Get this law. We uh, want to do that things and we want to be the pioneers. So
0: pioneer. this is because Falabella wants to take a leadership position yes. in this area, Always. not because this is something which is coming from the national government necessarily.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Give me some examples of some of the practical things that you uh, as a company are trying yeah, to do. The,
2: the, the bag is a very good idea, it's a very good example. For example, in Falabella, three years ago, we started with a new, uh, incredible uh, bag. Uh, and we was the pioneer in that because that that bag was for um, made out of corn it's made of corn very good it's a, it's a very good idea it's a very good we are the only company that start doing that in our country but after that six months later the government uh, started with a law that um, prohibits all kind of bag except the paper one.
0: And in your store development, what kind of ideas are you progressing around things such as maybe uh, green energy or solar yes. panels or what yes. kind of examples are you the now
2: doing? 40% of our energy comes from renewable, yeah the 40 right now from the, all the stores that we have and we want to continue increasing that. The new stores, we we always are um, are projecting to to have a LEED certification.
0: Sure, sure. And I think for a lot of people, LEED is seen to be almost a good starting point because that yes. gives you almost the accreditation from yes. an architectural build perspective.
2: But our company has 130 years old. Sure. So the 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 older stores it's impossible to be LEED. So we we if if you if we can if they cannot be LEED at the first, we work in change some things to improve the... So
0: you're trying to retrofit yes, to lead standards absolutely, wherever you can. Absolutely. Um, it's quite interesting. In Europe, for a long time, sustainability was something which is maybe being talked about at high level. It didn't really have popular support. In the last 18 months, there's been a fundamental yes, change. Absolutely. And the consumer now is driving corporations yes. to make bigger changes. What is that situation in Chile.
2: Uh, I think, um, for example, um, one of our projects from sustainability have been, we've been pushing to start with. It's a new category in products, for example. So last year in uh, in August we start with a new category because we we make a lot of a lot of surveys and people want to have some more more green products and we we develop a, a line to 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 sell it in by internet. With a, the, with a logo with a plus, uh, green is the okay. name in Spanish. So
0: this might be an example using green cotton or yes. other forms. Four
2: categories. So to help things like uh, society, uh, and environmental, and also social uh, item that we are not working for that, and that was very good received for the people here in the country. Yeah.
1: Retailers are sometimes accused of pursuing surface-level initiatives designed to satisfy PR metrics rather than deliver real change. Falabella, though, has a long-standing commitment to being a responsible business. Its social program, Making School, for example, is 50 years old. Many publicly funded schools in Chile are unable to afford essential repair work or purchases. Through its Making School program, Falabella volunteers help to maintain facilities and provide learning materials. It's just one example of the retailer's long-term view on what it means to be a responsible retailer, something that also extends to the issue of sustainability.
0: When you're looking at sustainability, it sounds as if you have quite a, a long-term view to this.
2: Yeah, uh, we are the first in Latin America that we, be, we signed up last year, and we, we, we start saying, okay, when we, can st- when we are going to be 100% FSC, so it's not easy, because we, we push the market. So if we want to start next year, we can, because there are no providers to give us that. Even the paper, if we want to make all the catalog with a FSC paper, we are starting pushing all the market to do that. That's what the leader as us do. We, we, we need to influence a lot of the market.
0: And I think if you look at a company like Marks & Spencer, who have been doing Plan A for over 10 years now, um, they've um, been pretty successful in how they yes. went about this. First of all, setting 100 commitments, which they later increased to 150, yes. then up to 200 commitments, and progressively, one by one, ticking off the progress along the way. Do you also intend to do something similar there so that you yes. have a, a real measure of progress?
2: yes we 100 a 100 a uh, that they have it's it's a huge
0: it's ambitious
2: ambition, very very ambitious and they um, they are huge in uk so because we are smaller and maybe um, they are pioneer we receive the things um, a little late than them for example if we want to start with um uh, some supplier With one supplier in China, for example, uh, the production that we have here is not compared with the one with Mark and Spencer, IKEA, or all of them. So they start may, maybe start with um, the, the things that they are asking for, and we try to push also the things similar.
1: In October last year, the Chilean capital was at a standstill during some of the worst protests the country's seen in more than three decades. Around 60,000 Chileans rely on collecting and selling cardboard for recycling for their livelihoods. These people are perhaps one of the most visible indicators of the social inequality that exists within the country. The desire to work and feel useful is a driving motivator for many of the cardboard collectors. This is coupled by a sense of pride in being able to pay their own way. Under current law, the country's cardboard collectors are not viewed as official members of the recycling industry, but there is a growing call for their contribution to be officially recognised so they can receive proper wages, better protection and dignity. Recognising this, Falabella launched a store initiative that sees stores working to support this marginalised section of society. It's an example of responsible retailing that, quite literally, is thinking out of the box. Across six of its stores, the retailer now works with collectors on a more formal contract basis, enabling them to go to stores to collect cardboard waste or arrange for it to be taken to them. In many ways, it's an unlikely place to find a green revolution, but it's just one example of how the business is finding innovative ways to recycle its waste, while also joining the dots together to make the initiative people-focused, creating a much more rounded program.
2: Here in our country, South America, there is very common that people recollect this cardboard and try to sell it, so we try to give them um, uh, work a formal work and they are very, they they are really very happy because all the family, his father and his grandfather and all the family.
0: It's a very positive message. Yes. One of the big trends that we're seeing is that collaborations in lots of different forms now are really becoming very important. Um, And perhaps some of the lines where companies once were competitive and there were competitive boundaries, people are now recognizing that actually this is such a big problem that we will solve this problem by working closer together. Yes. So you see people like Tesco and Carrefour now sharing intelligence on yes, buying processes, on packaging processes. Again, do you see in the future that you'll be working closer with some of your competitors?
2: Yes. Uh, uh, I think no one can do it by
0: alone. It's too big.
2: Yes, it's too big for sustainability. I know that for business, it's, it's very uh, difficult to share the knowledge, the knowledgement. but in, in sustainability, no one can do it by themselves. I think we can, with other companies, for example, in, in my department, we, we can join with our competition, uh, with other companies, with banks, with other companies. And we try to always work in um, round tables to try to, to, to find some solutions. For example, now we are working with 40 companies to, in a pilot to, to find uh, in the stores. At the end of the month, uh, only send 10% of your waste to the um, yes. landfill. Yeah. Yeah. And this could be very good for us. We've been working for one year and a half. Uh, we need to work uh, half a year more and finish this pilot with 40 uh, companies, different companies, retail, bank. Uh, in, in, in a, so together, we realized that um, we are going to we, we we realize that there is different things that do people in different
0: ways.
2: Mm-hmm. So sometimes you think, I know how to do that. No, you cannot do And this.
0: it's interesting because some of the biggest retailers in Europe, where they've been finding success in these areas, is actually not by necessarily having the smartest people together in the room, yes. as in the big company buyers yes. and the big company chiefs, but they've been actually putting together staff councils yes. who are, people are working at the sharp end, yes. on the shop floor, people who are working with the customers. Many times they're actually seeing the problems. They know what doesn't work and where things are going wrong. And actually bringing those people together and actually asking them to give their ideas, make their suggestions, a lot of savings, waste management, better, more sustainable energy situations can be found. It's been an absolute delight and thank you so much for making your time available to me today, thank you.
1: And that's all we have time for for this special episode of the interview series from the Retail Exchange. Our thanks to Karl McKeever and Santiago and to guest Pamela Largos, Director of Sustainability for Fallabella Retail. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out other episodes in the interview series from the Retail Exchange at theretailexchange.co.uk. Until the next time, from me, Ben Bland, thanks for listening. Goodbye.
0: You've been listening to the Retail Exchange podcast. Subscribe online at theretailexchange.co.uk and join the debate on Twitter. Hashtag This episode is brought to you by retail transformation agency Visual Thinking. Thanks for listening.